Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Pixel Classroom Podcast. This podcast, of course, is can be heard on Anchor, Apple and Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and of course, Breaker and Stitcher. This is designed to actually do different ones from blog posts I've done in the past from my website, Dice Up the Classroom. Bill Like a Pirate, originally posted on January 25th, 2016, Finding Your Up. In the words of David Allen Coe, it is not the beauty of a building you should look at. It's the construction of the foundation that will stand the test of time. Passion, immersion, rapport, ask and analyze, transformation, enthusiasm. That's what pirates have. Education was not my first choice. It was not my first career choice at all. I never loved school, but I never hated either. I was a student who tried his hardest in every subject, but yet never felt I could accomplish the grades and success my peers seemed to show when it came to report cards or with the honor roll. Even worse, I had teachers who felt that if I didn't match with their traditional way they taught, I would fall behind the rest of my class. I felt every time I received a low grade or didn't ace a project, I was doomed to not being anything more than the kid who needed help. Then something changed my life for the better when I reached fifth grade. We had a new teacher join the school that year, Mrs. Larson. She was around my mother's age at the time, had two young boys that were only a couple years younger than me. I remember on the first day of school, she was going over who she was and we would be learning during the school year. The usual speech every teacher gives, but then she says something that changed the way I learned from then on. We are going to make this fun and different, she said. While every student wants to hear that from the teacher back during the late 80s, most of us didn't know what fun and different would mean. And that changed when she said we were doing our first book report and we had to use puppets. That's right, puppets. You have to keep in mind that the usual 10 or 11-year-old mind hears puppets, especially in the late 80s as we did, thinks of something as left behind as late as second grade, and not something you would be doing in fifth grade classroom, let alone for a book report. Yet, that's what Mrs. Larson wanted us to do, and we had to read a Newbery Award-winning book. Little did I know this puppet book report would be the first in many changes I would experience that year, and what it would mean for over the next 20 years later, how it influenced the way I taught. She was the first teacher to inspire me to start building like a pirate, but she would not be the last. As many of you know, I run a teacher's blog known as Dice Up the Classroom. When most people read the title Dice Up the Classroom, their immediate question is, why are the U and the P capitalized? Well, the U is for unconditional. When I say unconditional, I mean unlike any other. The P stands for passion. Something I have learned about passion is that it drives you. Dave Burgess's book, Teach Like a Pirate, had an impact on my life like no other. In early summer of 2014, I had reached a very low point in my very short educational year. I just wasn't feeling inspired. I wasn't feeling motivated, and most of all, I wasn't feeling any passion. Then I was online with Twitter, with Barbara Gruer, which you can find, of course, at, at Barbara Gruner, told me that I needed to check out this book, and if I didn't reignite my passion from reading it in education, then nothing else would. Well, I jumped on my computer, ordered a copy from Amazon, and after reading the first couple pages, I could not put the book down. 
As soon as I finished it, I ran to my iPad and created four different lessons using my favorite apps. I remember my wife turning to me and asking if I was all right. And I told her I was feeling great and then started showing her what I was doing. She looked at me and just said, my husband is back. I was back, but my passion was also back. I had a professor during my undergraduate in college that told me that if it wasn't passionate for what you did, then you would never perform at your highest potential. Why passions can drive us, it has to be unconditional. Why does it have to be unconditional? In my old seventh grade science teacher, Mr. Michael Whitehurst, who taught me about the unconditional means in education, he was not my, only my science teacher, he was also my basketball coach during seventh grade. And during our nights of practice, running around the gym and practicing our free throws, he told us you had to have an unconditional love for what you did. You might not be the best player on the court, but remember him telling me if you have unconditional passion for what you are doing, then you will always be a winner in the game. And then he added, make sure you have fun. If there was something Mr. Whitehurst did in my class, it was he always made things fun. Much like Mrs. Larson rolled out a different type of learning than using puppets for our book reports, I remember the first lesson didn't seem all that normal for 7th grade students would do in a science class. Mr. Whitehurst was doing a petri dish lesson where you could take different samples and see how much bacterial growth each sample could produce. The first was air, the second was with your fingers, and the last two were our choice. I'm not talking about there were several selections in the classroom to try and see what would produce more microorganisms. He told us to get out of our seat, find samples, then rub a cotton swab with them and place them on the dish. I remember half the class asking where we could go. He said the only places we couldn't go was to another classroom, the office, or the gym. If we wanted to, we could take a sample outside. We just would have to go with two students at a time due to security reasons. I have to admit, we were all floored with this experience and traveled out we did. Taking samples from the drinking fountain all the way to the bathrooms, I decided to use my retainer, which I had worn at the time, as one sample. I always remember being disgusted as it turned yellow from not cleaning it lately, and Mr. Whitehurst looked at me and replied, we'll go over why that swab just turned yellow next week. Mr. Whitehurst was always thinking on his feet. He followed on student reaction when one of us even showed the smallest bit of being perplexed. Looking back now, I do believe I would have gone into education sooner if I would have focused on what Mr. Whitehurst showed to his students during those years, which was unconditional passion. It was not to say he, he was alone. Just down the hall was my math teacher, Mrs. White, and I will tell you the truth. She was not an easy teacher by any means. But did she have unconditional passion for teaching math to her students, even though when she wanted us to sign us three extra pages of homework during the four-day weekend? Oh, you bet she did. Did my woodshop teacher come in each day and make us want to learn a new type of way to create wood spinners? You guessed it. Yes, he did. And there wasn't a day when we didn't see how passionate our teachers were when they were teaching and how different they made it. Mrs. White might have given out extra homework on days we wanted to relax at home, but she created games and mnemonic devices around those same lessons that made us understand better. My shop teacher was able to create comic book strips and made us read safety rules and procedures about the shop like a comedic play. It was amazing. And my shop teacher even helped us shop for student council when half of us had no interest in leadership structure, but he believed that he could build us into leaders of tomorrow.
It was these teachers that showed me that having the passion would never waver if your students were unwilling, unruly, or even required more time with other students that were keys into unlocking my own up in educational years later. We didn't follow the same paint by the numbers that some people fall into. They wanted to inject their own passions into this teaching style and that's what made their classroom a joy to learn in. Passions I have always loved injecting into my lessons and projects for teachers and students are technology, theater, storytelling, creativity, and of course, playing with dice. However, it's those passions that fuel my own unconditional passion for teaching and education. They want to go hand in hand for my help shop teacher that would lead into, our course, his Sunday morning comic strip that allowed him to teach how to perform the best practices that came to safety in the wood shop, or how Mrs. White's love of games allowed all of us who weren't the best at math understand how to reduce a fraction, understand those concepts of mixed numbers. They created the structure that gave them their up for their classroom, much like Mrs. Larson showed me in fifth grade that you can always build in new and exciting ways. Unconditional passion is a very powerful tool that when used in the classroom, not just for teachers, but for students as well. The trick is waking your up in what to do. When I read Teach Like a Pirate six years ago, it was like I got a wake-up call. But it wasn't because Dave Burgess showed me something I didn't already know. He showed me how to look into what I love to do and try it with something I love to do, but in a different way. That's why the first letter in Pirate is for passion. If you can find your passion for what you do and love it unconditionally, you will always awaken it in ways that you never could have imagined. Once your passion is awakened, it begins to lay a foundation for who you are as a person and what you can create from it. Foundations aren't built from top to bottom, but they are built from the bottom up. Pirates are not born, they are made. They are to swing in with themselves and awaken those passions as they land. Who a pirate becomes is by the way they build themselves up and bring others on their journey to adventure. Mrs. Larson didn't just decide she was passionate about puppets in one day. She realized she was passionate about teaching and that she wanted to make it an adventure and learning for her students. How she started to build on those passions is what led her to be a faithful book report assignments to our classes those days and for the days going forward. She then in turn showed us how to build up on our passions and how to take charge of our own learning during the school year and beyond. In fact, I know many of my friends who became teachers years later, and it was Mrs. Larson who opened that door for them and showed them how to lay that foundation for whom they were and became what type of teacher they would be. I know she did for me. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this. I decided to give this a try here. I've had many, many blogs the last uh, several years. I've uh, My blog actually just turned eight not too long ago. So I thought I'd try doing this, and actually I've been thinking of revisiting this. I mean, it's been now almost six years since I first read Teach Like a Pirate, and believe it or not, I was thinking of old Mrs. Larson um, the other day and wondering where she is in the world right now. It's because I saw my old first and fourth grade teacher. She works at our library over in uh, a neighboring town, so... I was just thinking of where she was, but I wanted to send this out here. Is this a little something different? You know, and it's really interesting, you know, because, you know, the last past week I've had quite quite a lot of down days. I don't know what quite it is, you know. Just, you know, feel like something's been missing. You know, I had to revisit some of my blog posts. You know, I came around my Build Like a Pirate, which was a little idea I kind of came with trying to build my lessons using the Teach Like a Pirate philosophy. And <coughs> I just came up with this you know, thought process of kind of revisiting this kind of blog entry from uh, so long ago. 
And, you know, I just want to go out there and thank everybody from all the uh, Dave Burgess um, authors out there who have definitely kept my passion going in all these last several years since I read Teach Like a Pirate. And, of course, too, Dave and Shelley Burgess. You know, it, it's amazing that sometimes we can just revisit all those different times and, you know, what led to, you know, keeping us going as teachers because we do have face burnout. And I know here now in the last nine weeks of the school year, you know, burnout's something we're trying to avoid. So I thought it'd be a little something to go back to something I was really passionate about and just look back and see how far I've come. So I hope you've enjoyed this and I'll probably do some more in the near future. So thanks again, guys, for listening to the Pixel Classroom podcast. Remember, you can hear us on Anchor and of course, Apple and Google Podcasts. Radio Public, Stitcher, and of course, Eamon Beamer. And if you like to hear more about this, please think about subscribing or downloading the RSS feed right to your computer for easy listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pixel Classroom Podcast, and I'll see everybody later.